The human body consists of at least 50% of water. It is the primary building block for our cells. You can find it in our tissues, blood, bones, and elsewhere. Water helps regulate the internal body temperature, strengthens muscles, lubricates joints, and moisturizes our skin. Water is essential for transporting freshly metabolized carbohydrates and proteins throughout our bloodstream. You are listening to 20 Minute Fitness, and this is Martin Kessler. 20 Fit is powered by Shape, the 3D body skin that keeps your body in shape. Water is pretty amazing, huh? Yet while it's so essential, it is something that many of us tend to neglect. Our today's guest, John Shervin, has made it his company's mission to keep you better hydrated through the product Hydrant. Stay tuned to learn why you can do better than just consuming coffee, energy drinks, LaCroix, or just plain water. Hey everyone, it's Martin straight from San Francisco. Today, I'm connected to John Shervin from Hydran. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, we are based in New York. I'm based in New York myself. I'm one of the co-founders at Hydrant. We make a rapid hydration mix. Uh, it's a powder you mix in water to get really hydrated. And my kind of journey to this company comes from a roots in academia. Uh, I studied biology at the University of Oxford, did a brief stint in tech out in Silicon Valley, and then came to New York to uh, get Hydrant off the ground. Nice. So so, so what, what should our listener imagine here? Is it like a, a packet that you put into water or is it like a ready-mixed drink? How does it look? Yeah. So we sell the product in a stick pack. That's the sort of industry term for it. Um, it's powder inside of a stick. You rip the top open and pour it into water, stir it, and it's good to go. And who is it for? Like when, when should I use it? So we kind of, I like to say we pioneered this idea of a proactive daily hydration. There are of course many reactive use cases and, and sweating is one of them. We really encourage people to drink it first thing in the morning as kind of like a baseline hydration use case. And then as needed throughout the day, if you're thirsty or working out, you would have another one. Right. So, so it's not strictly speaking, just a sports drink that you would drink like during endurance workouts. It's really something that you integrate into your daily life. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's reflected in the decisions we made with the product in terms of sugar content. We really reduced sugar content versus those traditional sports drinks um, because, you know, not everyone needs that huge carbohydrate load for energy if they're not working right. out yet. You need a little bit to speed up the process of hydration, though. And so that's why there is some versus zero. Um, right. So, so what's in it and how does it work? Like, how does it make, make me more hydrated than just drinking water, for example? Sure. So um, I'll give you a quick breakdown of the ingredients. So we have um, four major electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc in that order. And then we have a little bit of cane sugar, real fruit juice powder, and some citric acid for tartness. And so that is the sort of simple ingredient breakdown. Mm -hmm. The electrolytes are really playing the functional role along with the sugar. Uh, and then the fruit juice powder, citric acid, and a little bit of the sugar are contributing to the taste. And going into this as a scientist, I was all about the function, didn't really focus on flavor as much. I just knew that I didn't like either artificial flavors or natural right. flavors. I just liked the sort of more subtle, I like to think of it as a European taste profile of sort of real fruit juice. And so really focused on the functional piece. And I can get into kind of how that works. Yeah, um, we'd love to learn more about that. Sure. So effectively, what, what, I'll, what I'll do here is uh, compare to regular sports drinks, you know, the, the behemoths of mm -hmm. the industry, if you like. So typically, since uh, the 1950s, these types of traditional sports drinks have been high in carbohydrates, and their ratio of electrolytes is kind of designed to match what you lose in sweat. So mm -hmm. pretty high in sodium content. There is potassium present, but it's a uh, relatively small amount. The ratio is much larger in sodium. And then often nothing else, uh, just those, those are the two main ingredients. And that does play a role in rehydrating you and replenishing you. What 
we have focused our formula on is on what's called oral rehydration therapy or ORT. And this is something that's been developed over decades of research in the developing world, uh, including by the WHO. And it's basically a blend of electrolytes and sugar that allows you to absorb water faster uh, than water alone. Uh, and there are three kind of main levers within hydration. And those are the, these are the three levers mm -hmm. that I've satisfied with the kind of product design of hydrant. So one is sugar present, yes or no. Uh, if there is some sugar present, you are able to activate what's called the sodium glucose co-transport mechanism in your ileum, the small intestine. That allows you to move the sodium into your bloodstream actively using the sugar to effectively pump the sodium molecules into your bloodstream. This draws the water into your bloodstream as well by creating osmotic pressure. And that's like one of the levers. Is sugar present? If yes, you're able to do that. Right. Uh, the next one is concentration. So the technical term for this is osmolarity or osmolality. Um, they are, for, for this use case, effectively, those two words mean the same thing. That is another way to control osmotic pressure. So you, when you drink something, you want the concentration of that liquid to be lower than that of your blood so that the water in what you drink naturally flows down an osmotic gradient into your bloodstream. And so having low osmolarity is the second lever that we right. pull on here. And the third one is that having that electrolyte content it needs to be high and balanced correctly. And so that's really where we borrowed from uh, the WHO's formula for oral rehydration therapy. And we have a much higher potassium content as well as some auxiliary magnesium and zinc along with the high sodium content. So to break it down, it's a relatively high sodium content, high potassium content, a little bit of magnesium, a little bit of zinc, all of which kind of rounds out the electrolyte profile. And I'm curious, so nobody else is doing that in, in that type of uh, formula and that type of mixture? So you're saying Gatorade, they're really focused on the, on the carbs plus sodium, but less on the potassium, magnesium, and zinc? Yeah, so I mean, there are absolutely players kind of in the, in the powder hydration space like Hydrant who have a similar electrolyte balance and similar sugar content. Um, we have lab tested the third party osmolarities of a number of our competitors and it's we, we are far, far ahead. I need to run those tests again as we reformulate and I think we're doing a little bit better now than we were even before. Um, but the bigger players who, you know, the, the national brands that you see in massive cases at Walmart, for example, um, they, they have that high sugar content, which often, well, which definitely comes with the high concentration. Uh, and that's right. the problem that slows down the absorption of the water. And then after I'm consuming it every morning, let's say, and then if I have, I don't know, like a run or an endurance workout, I may have another packet. How does that influence actually like uh, the amount of water that I have to drink? Will I still have to drink the same amount of water? Is it, or is it, how does that look for me? Yeah, so throughout the course of the day, uh, you should still be drinking the same amount of water. This is really about the speed of getting the water mm -hmm. into your cells and keeping it there. So having electrolytes present allows you to absorb that water into the cell and, and hold it. We, the word we would use here is retain the water. And that's, that's kind of the role there. It's not that you can drink less water. It's that it will absorb faster and kind of hold it for longer. But over a 24 hour period, you know, water is always good. And so I would never want people to drink less. Uh, what right. we found is, you know, by adding a hydrant to your water, many of our customers have said that It's simply the, the taste of it and the fact that they're getting this added benefit makes them drink more water overall throughout the day. They're more sort of aware of the signals their body is sending them like, hey, you're thirsty versus hungry, which a lot of people mistake hunger for thirst or wait, no, thirst for hunger. I think that's what I meant. And so they eat instead of drink. And really, you know, we 
act as a way for customers to just be more mindful about hydration throughout the day when they're starting out with a packet of hydrant first thing. And uh, let's talk a bit about the science behind being actually hydrated. Like why is it important and what effects would I feel if I'm actually hydrated compared to if I'm not sufficiently hydrated? Yeah. So hydration is a tough one in that it, it's something you notice most when you are not hydrated. You, you can't, it's very difficult to be like extra hydrated and mm -hmm. get, you know, extra benefits. It's really just, we can talk about what happens when you're not hydrated. So um, the, the kind of obvious symptoms are first, you can then get into fatigue as well. So like basically the first symptom of dehydration is, is feeling tired and lethargic. Right. Um, and that's because water plays such an important role throughout your whole body and more or less every metabolic process. And so to not to counteract that fatigue, we recommend people, you know, stay hydrated. So fatigue, headaches is another one, mm -hmm. um, dry skin, dry mouth and cramping, of course, on the sort of athletic side of things is something cramping is a tough one because there's a lot of research around it and it doesn't seem like there's a really conclusive body of research saying that hydration specifically results in uh, dehydration specifically results in cramping. Anecdotally, it does seem like there's enough evidence that it plays a role there. So, you know, that's why we add a bit of magnesium right. into our product and athletes seem to be looking for that. So, and are there yeah. also any long-term consequences if I'm dehydrated consistently day over day? I think certainly you could link some kind of chronic health outcomes with, with dehydration. And there are studies that have done so it's hard to draw a really direct line. And also I'm super um, sensitive to claims. So mm -hmm. hydrant's classified yeah. as a beverage, not a supplement. And so we're very careful about all the kinds of claims that we're making it. And so my sort of default answer would be like, well, there are studies out there that kind of explore it, but we can't, um, you know, right. get super into the specifics. Generally though, I think, you know, always helps to drink more water. And I'm sure you would have better health outcomes overall when you're more hydrated. Speaking of claims, on your website, you claim that 75% of all Americans are experiencing dehydration every single day. Why do you think that is? Yeah, why do I think that is? I think it's kind of partly to do with the fact that um, people are out of touch with what their body is signaling to them. And I touched on that earlier. It's really this idea that water in today's day and age, there's so many other exciting drinks and foods to uh, kind of help you regain energy water mm -hmm. falls by the wayside is something that is sort of relatively boring. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something, you know, when we started hydrant, I had no idea there was a market for people who didn't like the taste of water, just the, the sheer idea that someone could not like the taste of water was shocking <laughs> to me, but it turns out that's a, a real customer segment to us. And, and, you know, I, I love those customers as much as I, I love <laughs> the ones who are using it the way we initially set out to solve problems for them. So I, I don't know why so many people are dehydrated. I think, a lot of people are lacking the kind of education around how such a simple act throughout the day of drinking a little bit more water can impact your mood and your energy levels. And if they had that little bit of energy, I think a lot, a lot fewer people would be chronically dehydrated. Yeah. Do you, do you think if technically you're not feeling any desire to drink, like you're not feeling thirsty that you shouldn't drink or, you know, are there also situations where it's still good to drink, even though you're not particularly thirsty? So I would say generally, it's still good to drink if you're not particularly thirsty. You know, there are conditions where you drink too much water. Yeah, at it, what point do I drink too much water? <laughs> it's, it's a lot. And actually, usually before it becoming an issue with um, having too much water specifically, it's having not enough salt in your body. So the issue I'm referring to is it's called hyponatremia. And this is something some long distance runners will encounter where throughout the course of a long race, 
they might just be drinking water and not replenishing any electrolytes. And in that scenario, you kind of effectively dilute your body, right? So you're putting water yeah. in, but you're losing all of these salts. And if you don't replace the salts, eventually your body kind of gets to this point of um, hyponatremia where it's it's shutting down. And that's a really- I've been there on my first marathon oh, really? <laughs> where, where I didn't consider, you know, having enough sodium and, you know, I, I passed out afterwards. It's dangerous, really yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you've uh, survived okay. You're yeah. first breast with hyponatremia. <laughs> Yeah. And um, so, so how did you actually arrive at, at the idea of um, starting Hydrant? Yeah. So I think I, I always knew that starting some sort of company was in my future. Uh, I have a fairly entrepreneurial family, but uh, the idea itself was something I had been, I would say, struggling with since college. Uh, in college, I was playing sports kind of casually. I was studying hard. There was definitely some partying in there. And I had this lack of energy, you know, and I really wanted to be able to study. That was the main reason for being there and not have my performance be impacted by everything else that I wanted to do. So I saw that some of the medical students were drinking this similar type product to the World Health Organization's standard for oral rehydration. It's basically mm -hmm. rehydration salts in a little packet. They were kind of medically designed, and so they tasted horrible, uh, but were extremely effective at getting electrolytes back into your body and water. Uh, and so I sort of started looking into this and, and was using this product myself for a while, but just sort of gagging every time I had to because it, it tasted so bad and thought that there had to be a better way to get people staying hydrated on a daily basis, both from a taste standpoint and from a, well, really, really taste standpoint more than anything. The, the medical products are extremely functional. So that was kind of how it came to be. And, and along that path, I met my co-founder, Jay, who was coming at it from a slightly different angle and that he had a huge consumption of caffeine. He was working in the finance world. And I think at his peak was around eight cups of coffee a day. And he had right. learned from a friend that, um, you know, and that's also dehydrating in a sense, right? Yeah. So caffeine is technically a diuretic. So it dehydrates you. I think if you have a, a tolerance for it and a bit of an addiction to it, the dehydrating effects are slightly reduced. So it, it, it's less of an impact if you're doing it every single day. But for him, he had come across through, he doesn't have that same sort of science background. He, he'd come across through an engineer friend of his, this idea of hacking hydration and using electrolyte products to absorb more of that water and hold it in your cells to cut down your caffeine intake. Um, and so that was the lens that he was looking at it through. We were introduced by a mutual friend and um, kind of were off to the races. And at, at that point, we had both been working. And did it work for him? Did he manage to cut down on his caffeine because of you know, being better hydrated? It did. He, he, it worked really well. And he, and he cut down a ton of his use of caffeine. Then we launched Hydrant Caffeine, which is our hydration skew, which has all of the electrolytes of our regular skew, plus 100 milligrams of caffeine and 200 of L-theanine. He loves it. So he, <laughs> yeah, he has picked it up again in the morning. Uh, he, he will drink uh, our caffeinated products in the morning, but he has completely kicked coffee at this point. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, that's enough, you know, like to get almost anyone going in, in the morning, just to have one packet of that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. <laughs> is, is it like anything else that you can recommend uh, in terms of staying hydrated and avoiding dehydration? You know, it, it's, I've already said it a couple of times. I think the, the thing I would always go back to is this idea of just like listening to your body and, and being mm -hmm. mindful of your hydration status. So if you're feeling hungry, perhaps, uh, you know, just think to yourself, like, when was the last time I had a glass of water um, or, or put in any kind of liquid into my body? Because e even with caffeine, the studies have shown some liquid is better than none. And so if you're not putting liquids into your body, you're probably going to, you know, be in a bad mood and, and not feel fully energized throughout your day. Right. And is there like any moment of the day where you would not recommend to drink water? Honestly, no. The only, <laughs> the only one I would, the only one I would say is like something we've heard from customers who drink hydrant before bed is, you know, they worry about having to pee during the yeah. night. Uh, and so, you know, 
to them, I say, well, adding something with a bit of electrolytes right before bed allows you to hold some of that water in your body rather than needing to uh, go to the bathroom during the night. So we actually, again, did not design the product for that, but kind of got a groundswell of support amongst customers, listened to them, understood like the problem they were trying to solve for, which was getting up and going to the restroom less frequently and like how we could sort of help them with that and also help them wake up feeling better in the morning. Right. So a lot of water right before bed without electrolytes. Yeah, you're, you're probably going to wake up during the night. So that would be the only time I would uh, caution against too much. But generally, it's good any time of day. Great. And where, where do you see Hydrant going in the future? Like what's like the bigger vision of the brand? Yeah, so I think for us, um, we're really interested in people's routines and how we can deliver them a healthier body and mind with products that fit into their routines. The other piece of that is making the planet healthier by replacing things that are currently in their routines that might be you know, higher in plastic, like ready to drink products, for example. So those are kind of the two main drivers for us to like enact the first one we're really looking into broadening our functional line and so we have some products launching later this year that will kind of add a little bit of other functionality alongside hydration hydration always being the core benefit but we have some ancillary ones added in and then on the uh, healthier planet side we're really looking already versus like a a plastic bottle, a sports drink bottle, for example, we have somewhere in the region of 94% less plastic and the carbon footprint reduction is also massive, but that's not good enough. We still need to work because there are plastics in our primary and secondary packaging. And so um, we're kind of going through right. these explorations to find. Yeah, I hear a lot of drinks are also moving now to aluminum because that's more recyclable than most plastics and, and most yeah. carbonated drinks, at least. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that too. And, and I think for us, like a ready-to-drink product is not totally off the radar for us. There's a, a lot of room for us still in the powdered world. But if we can first explore ways to remove completely plastic from our business, that would be kind of like the priority. Right now, the little packets, they're, they're paper-based or they're plastic-based or how, how are they looking? So that right now they're plastic-based. And okay. that's because powder is really hygroscopic. It just like attracts any humidity in the air. Right. Well, its way to the powder and so you need a perfect seal to really preserve it it does look like some materials that are compostable are going to kind of get to the level of preservation that we need probably mm. in the next 12 to 18 months and so we're kind of talking to a few different manufacturers to see about test runs but certainly our shipping bags and our pouches that we sell and retail shelves those are all things that are on our kind of product roadmap to turn to fully backyard compostable materials in the future great yeah i'm, I'm guessing maybe a tablets could be also another way of cutting down a bit on the packaging yeah tablets is a, a, a tricky one because they are really compact and you don't get that individual wrapping but mm -hmm. um, you do then have the sort of hard plastic outer shell i, yeah. I wonder if there's a sort of almost like a candy wrapper approach we could take to tablets, something like what you'd expect, you know, lifesavers to come in, lifesaver gummies or mints back in the day. That, that would be an interesting approach. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that for gummies, so I'm sure it's doable. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look into that. Nice. And um, actually, what, what about the ingredients? Like, where do you source them? Like, how do you make sure, you know, the quality is there and um, they're also sustainably sourced? Yeah. So we have a main supplier for all of our juices. So juice is really one of the big things that differentiates mm -hmm. us from yeah. the more direct competitors in the powder and tablet space. It's an expensive ingredient. It's a little bit variable because you know you can't perfectly control fruit. And so for us, we work with um, a supplier of that who has all of the certifications you could possibly want to you know, make sure it's not only sustainably sourced, but the quality is high. And then in terms of the cane sugar and the electrolytes, those are relatively common materials that you can order. 
And again, it just goes through that same certification process. So we have uh, vegan certification, gluten-free certification, and all of these bodies have pretty uh, stringent requirements to get the certification. Uh, we also have non, well, we don't have a non-GMO certification. All of our ingredients are non-GMO. We're working mm -hmm. towards certification. And then the last thing is, you know, the, the other check in the process is your co-packer. So the people who are packing the product into the sticks for you, they have their own quality standards to meet. And we work with some pretty big players who, you know, certainly wouldn't want to put anything into the world that wasn't perfect. So a lot of trust has been built up across our supply chain. And, and that's really what drives the uh, quality and sustainability. Yeah, that's reassuring to hear. And if our listeners wanted to give Hydrant a try, like where can they find it? Where can they buy it? Yeah, so drinkhydrant.com is our website. That's where you can subscribe or buy one time. We're also available on Amazon and in Whole Foods in the Northeast. Um, we're expecting to be rolling out uh, in sort of national retailers later this year. Um, nice. Of course, with COVID, there's been some, uh, some, yeah. <laughs> some trickiness there. But uh, our website really is the best place to go, drinkhydrant.com. Has your su supply chain been affected by COVID by any means? You know, there are a couple of electrolytes that have been difficult to get hold of yeah and uh so zinc and magnesium both have been uh in high demand for their sort of immunity derived oh. benefits uh and so it's been a little trickier to get hold of those oh yeah changing times <laughs> yeah it's not something i expected to be dealing with but you know we learn we adapt well thank you so much john for having made the time it's been awesome to learn more about hydrant and i'm making sure to actually give it a try myself and, and a few <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me on martin i really appreciate it so there you have it I bet you've already sipped more water than usual while just listening to John and me talk. <laughs> no, really, just like sleep, hydration is an essential bodily function, and as you've heard, it can strongly contribute to your mental clarity and physical performance. You may have heard of the eight classes of water rule, which actually has little scientific backing, however. And in fact, I was a little surprised because after some digging, I read that the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine determined that the actual adequate daily fluid intake is about 15 and a half cups for men and 11 and a half cups for women. Not all of it comes, of course, from drinks. Uh, about a fifth is typically consumed through the intake of food. And of course, the exact amount will vary from human to human, different climate zones and your daily exercise and loss of sweat. Nevertheless, the, the number does seem somewhat high to me, but color me curious. Over the next few days, I'm going to actually keep count of, you know, how much I actually consume every day. So what do you think? Have you ever paid much attention to your hydration level or even tried to fine tune it? Make sure to let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Shape20Fit and you can find me directly at Kessler.io. I'm Martin Kessler from San Francisco and this is 20 Minute Fitness.